So today we understand the significance of this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we are to rejoice in it. Those are words to a song that we sing. Um, but there's truth in that. We are to rejoice in every day. But this day in particular is quite significant, quite special. Today is probably, uh, I was going to say, arguably the most important day for us as Christians. But I would not say arguably. It actually is the most important day for us as Christians. And the reason I say that is because of what happened on this particular Sunday uh, 2,000 years ago. Um, as you would all know, there's noise about Resurrection Sunday. So Friday, Jesus died. Today, He rose. And we are going to celebrate that. Not because churches do that and they are almost called and have to do it today. But because there's a significance, there's a reason why we ought to celebrate it in the depths of our heart, in the depths of our hearts. So if you have your Bibles with you, we're going to read the resurrection story. So if you do, check them out and turn to the book of Matthew, please. Chapter 28. Matthew, chapter 28. And I'll be reading from verse 1 through to 10 using the ESV version. And this is what it says. Verse 1. After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, um, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. Verse 3. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Verse 5. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Verse 7. Then go quickly and tell his disciples... He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Verse 8. So the woman, woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped or clasped his feet and worshipped him. Verse 10. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. So this is the, the as I said, the resurrection story from the uh, Gospel of, of Matthew. And this is the account as to what happened with the resurrection. We don't have the exact details as to how the resurrection um, took place. But here we have the, the report of what happened on this particular day. So, by way of background, what happened here was, um, 
It was sometime after 5 a.m., the, the commentators and the writers tell us, uh, on a Sunday morning in April, after the Sabbath towards the dawn of the first day, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb of Jesus. That's verse 1. The other Mary is um, the mother of James, one of the apostles, and of Joseph. These two women had both witnessed Jesus' crucifixion and they had seen the tomb of Jesus on the Friday evening. And that's why they were going to see whether his body was still there and uh, just following him. They had followed him for, for a couple of years. Um, but as they went so to look for Jesus, to see his body, where he was buried, uh, in preparation to, to almost worship him as they loved him, uh, they were in for a shock because this was a Sunday and they were going expecting to see the, uh, the body of Christ. Now, there's a few facts I'd like to bring to your attention uh, this morning about this particular passage of Scripture, Matthew 28, 1-10. And uh, as we get into the, the Word, I want you, please, to just keep these facts in the back of your minds. This is a resurrection story about Jesus. He died on Friday, he rose again on Sunday. The first fact I'd, li I'd like you to um, be aware of is that the resurrection was achieved by sh a sheer miracle. It wasn't a man-made thing, it wasn't a formula, it wasn't a magic trick. It was achieved by sheer miracle. And you see, an earthquake that happened when the angel came spoke of God's presence. It spoke of God's pr presence. It opened up the tomb to enable witnesses to see Jesus, uh, to see that Jesus' body was no longer there. The earthquake um, happened and it wasn't necessary to allow Jesus to get out. One would think, ah, the angels came and an earthquake happened and so they rolled the stone, which was a heavy stone which closed the tomb. And um, so it was rolled by the angels through the earthquake and that was to get Jesus out. No, no, it wasn't. It was to actually allow witnesses to get into the tomb to see that Jesus was no longer there. So the opening of the tomb was not necessary to let Jesus out. Why do I say that? Because it seems as though the resurrection body of Jesus had new powers. It was able to pass through solid objects. It had new powers. So when the earthquake happened, when the third day came, Jesus had already risen. Uh, it's not as though the, the angels needed to come and move the, the stone and then wake Jesus up. No, he had already risen and had already moved. And so the, the, the tomb was open to allow witnesses to come and see that he is no longer there. And the angels let the women know that the one who had been crucified on Friday, the, the one who you're coming to look for, his body, the one who was crucified on Friday, was, uh, has risen from the dead. See, Jesus' word predicting his resurrection has been proved true. 
and thus his entire claim concerning himself and his message have been confirmed. The women were invited by the angels to see with their own eyes as to what happened. So you can imagine in these, these women loved Jesus. They witnessed, they saw his gruesome death on the cross and um, they came to see whether, you know, I don't quite know why would you, you would go and uh, look at a dead body. Uh, today we wouldn't do that. But, I mean, even today we go to our tombs or where our loved ones are buried and we have a moment, don't we? Um, and so that day the women going to whether the loved one was buried to just have a moment. And then they appear there and men were they shot. Men, angels rocked up there and um, the tomb was open. Uh, Jesus was no longer there. Jesus had been raised from the dead. And so the angel says, come, come inside and see. This is where he lay. Here are the facts. This is where he lay. So that's a kind of backdrop or, or the, the background as to what happened here. As per Matthew's account of the, of the resurrection. Now for me this morning, as I said, this is the most important day for us as Christians. Those who are saved, those who have accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. This is the most important day of your Christian life. This, is, and I'll, I'll get to understand why looking at the Word of God. And so the question I want to ask of us is this. What does it really mean for us that Jesus has risen? From the dead, and why is it important? Why is it important for you and I that Jesus has risen from the dead? We have, the word says that he did, he rose from the dead, but why is it so important? Uh, that, uh, what difference does it make in your life? What's it, what, what does it do for you as a follower, as a believer? Now, the resurrection of Jesus is indeed important for several reasons. I'm going to... I've got four points that I just want to highlight this, this morning as to why it's important. There are many more reasons as you look through the Word of God as to why this day is significant and important and why we are to celebrate today. It's not just a ritual. It's not just a Sunday that we do every April and celebrate the fact that Jesus rose and Jesus is, is, um, died and rose again. What, what does that actually mean? And how does it impact us as our li- in our lives today? And when we understand some of those reasons and truths, it will help us live out a Christian life until we either go to be with the Creator or He comes back for us. And so the first reason that... Um, The first reason why it's the, the importance of the resurrection, why, what it means for us, is this. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ has been accepted as an atonement for our sin. The fact that Jesus died and rose again on the third day means that God accepted him as a sacrifice for you and I. For the sins of the world, he took on, he bore the sins of, of the world. The punishment that was due to us was placed upon him. 
And then he died as a result of that, through the punishment of the, of, um, the, of the death. And then he rose again. So he bore the pain. The, the wrath of God was placed upon him. And he took it upon us. I mean, he took it upon himself. My apology. See, if Jesus had stayed dead, we could have never known for sure that the sacrifice for our sin was accepted by God. If he had stayed dead, we would have never known for sure that, that his sacrifice was accepted by God. So that's the first point, that um, the atonement for our sin was placed upon him. And because it was placed upon him and he died, the wrath of God was placed upon him and he took it on upon himself for you and I. See, the resurrection witnesses to the immense power of God Himself. To believe in the resurrection is to believe in God. To believe in the resurrection is to believe in God. If God exists, and if He created the universe, and has power over it, then He has power to raise the dead. If we believe that God has far, He created everything. I read earlier from Colossians 1 that everything was created by God. It was created for Him. That He may have supremacy. And if you believe that, then He is able to overcome death. He's able to raise those who are dead. If he does not have such power, he's not worthy of our faith and our worship. Only he who created life can resurrect it after death. Only he can reserve the hideous nature that is death itself. And only he can remove the sting and gain the victory over the grave. I mean, what's the one thing that we are most, maybe not necessarily scared of, but one thing that we are uncertain about, even for us as Christians. I mean, if I had to ask you about dying, what happens in your mind? Now, some of us might think, I mean, actually, I wish I could die. But in the back of your mind, I'm telling you now, or I would, I would imagine that there's, there are questions. What happens? What's, uh, is, is what I'm, I've been told, what I've, I've, I've heard, what I read, where is the truth? Where does the truth lie? There is a question mark in the back of our minds about death. Death. And Jesus has the answer about this death as, as we see this um, in the resurrection story. And you see, in resurrecting Jesus from the grave, God reminds us of his absolute sovereignty over life and death. Of a life and death. What does it really mean for us if Jesus has risen from the dead? And why is it important? Well, like I said, the first point was because um, it shows us that Jesus' death was accepted as an atonement for our sins. If anything, that's one thing that we need to 
realize because our sins we can't do with our sins none of our good works can help us um, atone for our, our, our sins actually someone had to pay the perfect sacrifice someone had to pay for our sins and that was Jesus Christ so his resurrection showed us that the second point as to why it's important why the resurrection is important to us is that is because death has been conquered death has been conquered we have proof that life beyond the grave is a reality death has been conquered man we don't have to fear death anymore what's uh, 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 one of our previous um, elders at the previous church I was used to say what's the worst that they can do to you what's the worst that can happen to you as a Christian and that is to be killed <laughs> that is to die but actually little do those who would impose death upon you know that killing you or dying is the beginning of life for the Christian the, the death on this, uh, uh, from this world is um, a door into the new life God has created and is waiting for us. So what's the worst could happen to, to you and I is that we could just we could be killed, we could die. But actually, that's the beginning of life for the Christian. See, Jesus said, "I am the resurrection and the life," in John eleven twenty five. And for someone to make that statement, um. He has to have, um, he has to be the source of both, both death and life. I am the resurrection and life. There is no resurrection apart from Christ. No eternal life. Nothing apart from him. Jesus does more than give life. He is life. Jesus Christ that we worship, that we sang to this morning, he does not just give life as we are breathing today he is life he is life and that's why death has no power over him you see jesus grants his life on those who trust in him so that we can share his triumph over death and for us who believe in jesus christ we personally experience resurrection because having the life jesus gives we ourselves have overcome death will overcome death see it is impossible absolutely impossible for death to win for the christian it is impossible yes you our bodies will pass away from dust to dust we came from so we'll go back but actually we live it's a hard truth to understand a hard concept to understand but actually we live because of Jesus' resurrection. And you see, unlike other religions, Christianity possesses a founder who transcends death and promises that, um, for his followers as well. So Jesus overcame, overcame death and he promises that for his followers and those that um, uh, are saved by him. See, every other religion was founded by men or even prophets, or they call themselves prophets, whose end was the grave. 
whose end was the grave. Every other founder who proclaimed things upon religion, their end was a grave. So when they died, like Jesus did on the Friday, that was their end. But for Jesus Christ, that was not the end. Because on the third day he rose. There we celebrate that. And because of that, he proved his sayings. And um, everything that he preached about himself, he proved because he rose on the third day. See, as Christians, we know that God became man, died for our sin, and was resurrected on the third day. The grave could not hold him. The grave could not hold him. He lives and he sits today at the right hand of the Father in heaven, interceding for you and I who are still here on earth. The grave could not hold him. The grave thought that, uh, the enemy thought that he had power. He, ah, he's dead, he's no longer. No, 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 little did he know that was far from the truth. He rose in triumphant victory over death. This thing that plagues us, this thing that makes us so um, depressed, this thing that causes us to lose our focus and, and we worry. No, no, that thing has been overcome because of Jesus Christ. And the importance of the resurrection that we need to note about Jesus is it impacts us, our service here on earth, whilst we are on earth. The fact that he resurrected, he rose again, it impacts how we live our lives now. Because we don't know when we're going to go home. We don't know whether we're going to go home before he comes, or he'll come and take us home with him. We don't know when our day is, when the last day will be for us here on earth. But we don't live in fear. We don't live in fear. Why? Because we see that he was resurrected. And if he was resurrected, we share in that triumph. We too will be resurrected. But it impacts how we live on this, on this earth. And that's why Paul would say this in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58. He says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. He's talking to those who are holding on to Christ's way. He says, stand firm. And so I'll say the same to us this morning. Brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Now Paul wouldn't say that, wouldn't write that, if there wasn't something after the grave. If there wasn't something that's going to happen after we die. He wouldn't say that. He wouldn't say that you have to hold firm because something is going to happen. After the day we leave this earth, the promised land of, of heavenly glories, that when we, grow, when we get there, something is going to happen. We're going to get something because of our standing firm and laboring for Christ. Why is it important? Why is the resurrection of Jesus Christ important? For us as Christians, number three, because his resurrection vindicates 
everything he spoke, he spoke about. So the claims of Jesus have been vindicated because of his resurrection. His resurrection from the dead is the greatest sign there ever could be that Jesus is what he claimed to be. Everything he claimed to be for those three years that he was on earth and preaching and doing the amazing stuff, that was vindicated after his resurrection. Remember he said, I will, I will build the temple in three days. I will do that. I will and people, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, said, ah, you on the cross and you're saying, you who says we'll build his uh, church in three days or the temple in three days, let's see you save yourself from the cross. Let's see you come down, come down. Let's see you save yourself from the cross. Little did they know that the whole of life was built on the basis of Jesus Christ. It was built by him, for him, and for his glory, for his supremacy. So the third point is the claims of Jesus have been vindicated. His resurrection from the dead is the greatest sign there ever could be that Jesus is what he claimed to be. See, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is important because it validates who Jesus claimed to be, namely the Son of God and Messiah. See, according to Jesus, his resurrection was the sign from heaven that authenticated his ministry. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, attested to by hundreds of eyewitnesses, provides irrefutable proof that he is the saviour of the world. And it was on this basis of the resurrection of Christ that Paul preached through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from sin. If Jesus was not resurrected, then we as his followers, the believers, we have no hope that we will be either. We have no hope that when we die, we'll also be resurrected if Jesus wasn't resurrected. Actually, apart from Jesus Christ, we have no Savior. We have no Savior. We have no salvation. We have no hope of eternal life. Apart from His resurrection, we have no hope of eternal life. As Paul said, our faith would be useless. The gospel would be altogether powerless and our sins would remain unforgiven. Apart from Jesus Christ, the fact that he rose again from the dead, we have no saviour, no salvation and no hope of eternal life. Then you'd wonder what's the point of life for you and I, we do appreciate the fact that there's more. This life is so small in, significant, in, in comparison to what's to come. And so we live this life as best as we can for, for the glory of our King. And then when we uh, finish up on this side of the grave, 
then we enter into the glories of God. And you see, most preachers will preach about hell and heaven. Those things are true. But I want to say this. My greatest desire is not that people might not go to hell. But my greatest desire is that people might be in the presence of God forever. Because away from God is where hell is. But when you are preaching, your, um, um, we need to preach the word of God. Christ redeemed. Christ is the one who saves. Christ came and he died. Not that he can get you away from hell, but that he can restore you back to a relationship with God. So that one day you and I can be with the King of Kings forever in his presence. And which means that we are not in hell away from God. So why is it important? Resurrection of Christ. Number four. The possibility of resurrection power is open to us. If Jesus conquered death, he can conquer anything. Anything. Do we believe that? That he can conquer anything. He who conquered death, the thing that we cannot conquer, we cannot fix, we cannot change, we cannot... If he conquered that thing, the biggest giant that there is, he can conquer anything. Anything. Whatever, big or small to you, he conquered the biggest thing. Death. What is your biggest thing in your life? And do you believe that he can conquer that thing? Because if he conquered death, there is proof of that then your little big thing is nothing to him. He can conquer it. You know, he says, you, he who believes, he who has um, faith as small as a mustard seed, can, can ask that mountain to move, and it will move. A mountain is massive. A mountain is massive. He says, if you've got faith as small as a mustard seed, you can, you can ask it to move, and it will be moved. That's a small thing. In comparison to death. Death is a big thing. It's a giant that we don't understand. It's a mystery that we don't understand. But Jesus himself conquered it. And if he can conquer that, it means he can conquer anything. And actually what that means is that we have to go to him with our big mountains. With our big, bigger giants. Whatever we might be facing, we have to go to him. Knowing in this, with this truth that he conquered death. And if he conquered death, whatever our big mountain is, he can conquer it too. He can conquer it too. The resurrection is a triumphant and glorious victory for every believer. Jesus Christ died, was buried and rose on the third day. And today we celebrate that according to the scriptures and he is coming again he is coming again because he rose on the third day it means that he is coming again his word is quite clear so we don't have to worry we don't have to wonder one day he is coming back for us and that's a beautiful truth when it sinks into our hearts the dead those who have gone before us already Dead in Christ will be raised up 
And those who are alive at his coming will be chained and receive new glorified bodies, as 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18 says to us. So why is the resurrection of Jesus Christ important? Well, it proves who Jesus is. It proves who Jesus says he was. His words about him, his resurrection proves that to be, to be true. It demonstrates that God accepted Jesus' as sacrifice on our behalf. It shows that God has the power to raise us from the dead. It also guarantees that the bodies of those who believe in Christ will not remain dead, but will be resurrected unto eternal life. Oh man, that's a beautiful truth. Knowing that this frail body is perishing away, it is, it's getting older and, and it's becoming weaker, but actually I will have a new glorified body. God will give me a new life when I arrive in glory. And why do I believe that? Because his word says that. But he proved it because of his resurrection. It's not just some story that some man decided to make me try and believe. And then he ended when he died. No, no, no. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Because he rose from the dead, we will rise as well. Why is it important for us that Jesus rose? Well, his resurrection is victory over death. His resurrection is victory over death. Jesus' story does not end with his death, but begins with resurrected life. He's a victor over both sin and death. And the truth is that there will be no Christianity without the resurrection of Christ. There will be no Christianity. There is a future for the believer because of this. There is a future for us. Death is not a bleak, blind end of existence. There is hope. Oh, there is hope. Man, what keeps us going? Because there is hope. If you don't have hope, you are downwards. You are down. Oh, why are you so downcast, my soul? Because your, your hope has been dropped. You've got nothing to aspire to. You've got nothing to live for. But when you have hope, you have reason to live. You have reason to breathe. You have reason to wake up. You have reason to be alive. Why? Because of the hope that is within us. That can only be given or granted to us by Jesus Christ. And that hope was proved by the fact that he was, uh, was raised on the third day. If he wasn't raised on the third day, we would not have any hope. We would not have any hope. So we have hope beyond the grave. You have hope to rebuild your, 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 your life because Christ has saved you. And that is true and you have hope it is going to happen. But beyond that, there's hope when you leave this world. That you're not just going to cease to exist into some oblivion somewhere. No, there's hope for eternal life. And so, close off with this, uh, this statement. Death 
is the door to life. Death is the door to life. Because Jesus conquered death. He rose again on the third day.